Hey, this is Eric Morgan, host of Christian Talk Radio, broadcasting live each week on Thursday nights from 8 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time from Fishbowl Studios. So log in to hear a Christian perspective to everyday issues. So be sure to log on each week on Thursday nights from 8 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. Catch my show, myself, Eric Morgan, host of Christian Talk Radio. Come on, jump in. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Thank you for joining us tonight at uh, Christian Talk Radio. My name is Minister Eric Morgan. I am the host. I have a special guest with us tonight. Uh, we're going to be interviewing and talking with him. His name is Pastor Randall Franklin. Amen, Brother Franklin. Just give us a hello. Amen. God bless each and every one of you. Amen. We're going to go into prayer, and then we're going to open our show up. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you tonight, Father, for what you're doing, for the seeds that you're planting in the hearts of your people in the name of Jesus. Father God, I ask you to bless my guest. Lord God, bless his family. Lord God, bless this broadcast that your will will be done and you'll be magnified in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I want to tell you a little bit about uh, myself again. For those of you that may not know, I'm uh, a minister at Inspired Higher Purpose Ministry, and we are located at 4912 East Lancaster, and our senior pastor is uh, Patrick Gratz. Uh, our associate pastor is uh, Apostle Jeanette Gratz, and uh, we have a Sunday school every Sunday from 9 a.m. to 945. Uh, we have some dynamic teachers, and we invite you to uh, join us for a Bible study in Sunday school. Then uh, at 1015, we have our Sunday services, and uh, we usually have it until God says different. Amen. On Wednesday nights, we have uh, going through the Bible with our one and only uh, Apostle Jeanette Gratz. And uh, from time to time, we she has an invited guest. We uh, are via Facebook. We invite you to join us for a dynamic walk through the Bible. Amen. Also, we have a drive-through food bank now, and it's at 4912 East Lancaster. And you can call these two numbers because the days sometimes change and the times change. So if you want food and you want some good uh resources there we invite you to come and uh, join us the number is 817-225-5554 that is apostle Jeanette Gratz amen and the bishop's number is 817-210-8728 either one of these numbers you can call and uh, someone to tell you the exact dates and times we are a listener supported ministry we gladly accept donations and love gifts to advance God's kingdom so we ask you to sow a love gift to help us to continue to do God's work. And we do that by Zale, uh, 682-222-5889. Again, that number to sow a love gift, a donation, or uh, a financial benefit, Zale, 682-222-5889. And I want to take this opportunity to allow uh, Pastor Randall Franklin to share some things about his church and what they're doing so he can magnify God as well. Would you like to share with the brother? Amen. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Thank you so much for this opportunity. So glad Praise that the Lord God. led you to give me this opportunity to be on the show with you. But yes, um, my name is Pastor Randall Franklin. I am the pastor of Life Outreach Church, LLC. We are located at 4436 Shackleford Street in Fort Worth, Texas. And if you're ever in the Fort Worth area, we'd love for you to come by, fellowship with us. Amen. We are... Um, my wife, um, do want to shout out my wife, my first Amen. lady, uh, First Lady Franklin. Uh, if I could, we will be celebrating 16 years on next on the 31st of this month. Uh, so truly thank God for 16 years of lovely marriage to my lovely wife and First Lady. Amen. Our services uh, include, of course, our Sunday morning service, which we start off at 930 with Sunday school following our morning service that begins at 10:30. We also have Wednesday night Bible study that begins at 7 p.m. promptly with prayer and then going into the word. Amen. And also <coughs> we are a church that believes in if there is no 
there can be no inreach if there's no outreach. Amen. Amen. Yep. So one thing we do, uh, God never told us to be uh, stuck behind the four walls. We're church uh, members. We love getting out, meeting new people, spreading the word of God, and going out to the highways and the hedges and preaching to the unchurched masses to call the unsaved to be saved and to tell them about the wonderful story of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. That's I did want to add one more thing. Uh, we do have a prayer line. I did want to add that. We have a prayer line Monday through Friday uh, from 6 a.m. It's 12 minutes of prayer at 6 a.m. We have some outstanding prayer intercessors Monday through Friday. If anybody would like to join in, you can call in at 267-807-9601. Once again, 267 267- 807-9601. The password for you to get access is 347-223. Once again, 347-223. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. And uh Pastor, I want to uh invite you to share the dynamic topic that God gave you for the listeners tonight. Amen. Amen. Uh I I, I want to stick on uh, and go specifically verbatim uh so the topic that the lord had led me on is understanding the benefits of spiritual support and training amen Amen. understanding the benefits of spiritual support and training um a topic that we all deal with of course every one of us regardless of if i was to physically ask you what are some issues you may be dealing with every one of us is going through something yes every one of us is going through something every one of us is dealing with something uh that's something that we're going to deal with as we go through this life but the perspective is is that for us not to look at our trials and tribulations as something negative but look at the benefits of why god has taken us through that and for us to draw something from that it's always a lesson in everything that we go through. And so I've had to change my mindset from, Lord, why do you have me going through this to having an understanding now that, Lord, I know you're setting me up for a blessing. I know you're setting me up for something great because I know that God never takes us through something just to take us through something. And so it's important for us to understand the purpose of why God takes us through trying times for us to understand that and for us not to take a negative perspective on it. And just as James says, for us to count it all joy, count it all joy. When we go through diverse temptations, because I've learned that I've learned so much, I've matured so much, I've developed so much from the trials and tribulations that I've been through that I can count it all joy. Amen. Every suffering, trial and tribulation, storm that I've been through, I can count it all joy because of what I gained, because of the new mindset I've gained, because of the knowledge and because of the closer relationship that I got with Jesus Christ through the storms and sufferings that he's had me to go through. Amen. That's really uh, an awesome topic. Understanding the benefits of spiritual support and training and we are talking about this tonight because it's a paramount topic. And one of the things that is of most significant and stands out to me, uh, the pastor has a, a scripture here that I want to read and share with you. And then we'll expound on it a little bit. It's Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not on to thy own understanding. Acknowledge him in all our ways. And he will direct our paths. And when we have understanding that... Uh, we belong to God and he died for us and he was raised for us and we was raised with him. The benefits of the spiritual support and training is in this particular scripture. And I want to uh, show you that when we trust God, it's an I believe that is an unconditional faith. Amen. Amen. It is an area of, of perspective when you say, look. I'm not worried about, I'm not concerned about my own affairs because I know that he has a better plan for me. Once I understand that and acknowledge that, I want to allow him to guide my steps and direct my paths. And it, and it says this in a plural, my paths, more than one way, just an agenda, an idea, a system of direction or goal, an objective. I am willing, we are willing to accept that and surrender all of our will to him and trust that he's going to guide us into his most holy place. Amen. 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 Lean not to our own understanding. It 
directly correlates to this topic because, you know, what I've learned, and I've had to learn this a hard way, is that when there is a physical void, God always replaces that spiritually. Amen. So, once again, when there is a physical void, God always replaces that with something spiritual. So, so many times when we're growing up and we don't have things in place that we feel like they need to be in place, we feel like we've been cheated. Mm -hmm. But God always provides a spiritual replacement that we're not in lack in any places that we thought that we've been cheated. For example, if we look at, you know, I can always use myself. You know, I was raised without a father. Mm -hmm. So many things that we're supposed to learn from and draw from from our father. But when the father's not there, we feel like we've been cheated because we were raised by one parent. But we find out that in the storms, trials and tribulations that God takes us through, the Lord puts us in those storms to specifically train us and discipline us where there was a physical void in our lives. And so... Even though there was lack, even though I did without when I was growing up, I realized that every storm, there was a purpose in that and known that everything that I was trained on, the lessons that I learned through those storms, even though there was a physical void in those storms, I learned key things, critical things, characteristics that I did, that I thought that I wouldn't benefit from because there was a, there was a physical void there. Now, so many times, you know, I say, you know, me, I, I, I look at things in the storms that we go through a different way, you know, because we have physical teachers as we're going through school. We have physical teachers. Now, if you were to ask me who were some of my biggest influencers, and I would say, of course, the typical ones, I would say my mom, of course, my mom did an outstanding job raising myself, my twin brother, my older sister by herself. So I would, of course, say my mom, I would say probably my grandfather, my uncles. But if you were to ask me who were some of my other biggest influencers, it wouldn't be anybody that I can name physical. It would be the storms, the trials and tribulations, the fires. Those were my biggest influencers because it was through those sufferings that I learned the greatest things about who I was. It taught me discipline. There was even a time in my life several years ago when I was struggling financially. I just want to be completely transparent Amen. from that. Yes. And so I was struggling trying to raise a family, a wife, small children, and I was struggling. And so one of the biggest influences when I looked back at this situation was being broke taught me so many things that I could benefit from out of that situation. Being broke taught me about money management. So the physical void was that I didn't have a mom or a dad that sat me down, taught me about paying bills, taught me about money management, taught me about how important credit is. But in that season when I was broke, I learned about those things. So the physical void was gone, but God provided a spiritual replacement, which was that season of me being broke. So through that season, I learned about money management. I learned how to pay bills. I learned how to be disciplined with my money. I learned how to pay bills. And so even though the physical void was there, God still provided to where I learned everything that I needed to for me to be successful in that area. God never give, God will never allow his children to be in lack. One way or another, God is going to teach us and train us in every facet that we have to be trained in. And a lot of times, this is how he does it, through taking us through these storms. And so not looking at it in a negative way, but looking at what am I going to benefit from this storm in this season that God has me going through. Amen. That's awesome. Tonight we're talking about understanding the benefits of spiritual support and training and I think this is a very dynamic topic that the Holy Spirit has given uh, the pastor. I want to share uh, something that I feel is paramount in uh, Joshua because this uh, lines up perfectly with this topic because uh, for those of you that are familiar with Joshua, uh, Moses has died and he has been uh, commissioned to lead the children of Israel into the promised land. However, there were opposition, there were adversity that they would face. And I go over this, this, this particular uh, passage of scripture for a number of reasons. I, I often try to uh, avoid it or evade it, but the Holy Spirit brings me back to it again because it's such a significant uh, lesson there. And when we talk about benefits, Joshua received some benefits by being mentored by Moses and being with Moses a number of years, 
he was basically his protege and he had learned how to lead. He had learned about adversity. He had learned about oppression. He had learned about uh, truth. He had learned about a support. He had learned about the spiritual a God that Moses served. He was the same God and God relayed this message to him. So basically these were all the characteristics and the fundamentals that if you wanted to emulate or if you wanted a guide or if you wanted something to pattern this was one of the perfect individuals that had come from nothing uh, slavery uh, oppression and he uh, successfully when when you read the passage he successfully uh, listened to Moses his leader he listened to God and he did everything that he was supposed to do and God kept his promise so I'm just going to read this briefly because uh, in seven of one seven Joshua 1 and 7 he told Joshua be strong and very courageous be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you do not turn from it to the right or to the left that you may be successful wherever you go keep this book of the law always on your lips meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do every command excuse me everything written in it then you would be prosperous and successful and and brother when i when i read this and meditated on this this uh individual joshua he had been delegated an enormous amount of pressure a normal mm -hmm. amount of power a norm, an enormous amount of responsibility mm -hmm. and not only was moses but god was telling him don't look at your past mm -hmm. Don't concentrate or focus on necessarily where you are or what the assignment is. This is what you need to do. Mm -hmm. Moses is gone. I'm here. I'm the same God with Moses that I am with you. But realize and understand this. Mm -hmm. This is the benefit that I'll be forevermore. Mm -hmm. But more importantly than that is he's telling be strong and very courageous and courageous in what be strong in what be strong in the Lord and then the power of his might don't look at the the Canaanites or the parasites look at me the living God of heaven and earth and I will deliver you I will sustain you I will lead you and I will guide you and as men coming from a single parent uh, not having a male role model I had some male role models my uncle my grandfather but my grandfather was really old. He tried to do the best he can. Mm -hmm. And my uncle, he was an uh, alcoholic and he was a womanizer. So some of these characteristics I learned from them. But as I got older, I seen uh, the vices and the negative, uh, the, 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 the negative behavior that it caused me. And when I read this passage, I started to wonder and meditate that this guy, it doesn't say uh, in particular, about where he was at that time he was in he was in Egypt but now he's with Moses now he's been delegated leader and, and, I, and I and I go back to this because he had seen how to be a leader mm -hmm. the benefits of following someone the benefits of understanding God is who we need to follow mm -hmm. and so often irregardless of what you do where you are or where you come from the most important thing that I learned from this whole uh, scripture was to trust God, believe in Him, and read your word and do exactly what your word tells you to do. Not strain to the left, not strain to the right, but stand focused on the word. If you want to be, if there are two key words in here, prosperous mm -hmm. and successful wherever you go. Mm -hmm. See, that's paramount. Mm -hmm. If you want to be prosperous and successful wherever you go, continue to read your word. Keep it on your lips. Meditate in it day and night. Amen. Exactly. And one thing that, you know, when we're going through things, you know, I found that one thing that we need to retract from is tying our situations to something physical. Mm -hmm. Regardless of what we go through, God always has a spiritual reasoning for taking us through everything that he's going through. And so, so many times we want to try it. We want to tie our situations to something physical when God wants you to get a spiritual lesson out of it. And so, um, you know, for example, you know, we have altercations and, you know, we have there's always a winner and there's always a loser. 
the winner in the physical altercation is stuck on I've got the victory when if you get into an altercation there's so many there's so, so much room for deliverance that's been exposed that they don't even identify with because they had a physical victory. Yeah. And so when you see that, you know, we hone in so much on the physical when there's so many things on the spiritual that we could have worked on in order to find out that, hey, I need to work on this. I need to work on that. And I need to work on that because if somebody can get us to have a physical altercation with them, we have a breakdown in discipline. We've had a loss of control. And a lot of times we're not even fighting that for person because we're upset with that person, but they've provoked something that was already down on the inside of us. And so, so many times when we want to tie our situations, hey, I need to work on my anger. It's not the anger that you need to work on. What we need to find out is what's the root cause of causing me to be angry. And if we can find and dig down to find out what that root cause is, then we'll eliminate the anger because we know that what's on the inside is manifested with how we act, how we treat people, how we carry ourselves, what's in our heart. It always comes out and it's manifested in the physical. We can always identify that there's a problem because we see with the way that people act, carry themselves. It's always something deeper than what we see going on on the outside. Amen. Yes, sir. That's a really a good understanding the benefits of spiritual support and uh, training and we're with uh, Pastor Randall Franklin tonight not only a veteran but a teacher but a man of valor and a mentor yes, sir. and I say that to be a pastor is such a difficult responsibility to to be the shepherd mm -hmm. over the sheep and uh, pastor I would like for you to share with the listeners tonight your topic that God gave you, understanding the benefits of spiritual support and training, and how do you continually not only pray, not only fast, not only lead, not only guide, but to uh, rebuke, reprimand, uh, support, and train the individuals that you are leading at your shepherding. Yes, how 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 uh, big of a challenge is that? If you would share that with us tonight. Yes, sir. It it definitely is a challenge, and this being a pastor is one of those things that you have to know that you know that you know that you've been called to do this. It's not just uh, studying a message. There's so much more that comes along with Amen. it when you pastor a flock of people, and so we know that leadership right off. We know that leadership by definition is a lonely place. And so that's a big understanding that we have to take in is that there's a lonely place. There's a lot of things that we can't share with the flock because we have to be in that leadership position. It's a place that not too many people in that capacity are, are able to operate in. True. And so also in that, I know that everything that I go through, everything that we go through as Christians period, everything that we go through is to benefit somebody else. So the sufferings that I've been through, the trials and tribulations that I've been through, the storms that I've been through, not only are they for the development of me, but they're for me to give to someone else to help develop them as well. And so I've realized long ago that everything I go through, it's not just for me, but it's for God to instill some things in me in order for me to help develop others through the sufferings, trials and tribulations that I've been through. And so we know that even Jesus, it says that that he went through every emotion that we can put that we can ever go through so he, that he can have a better understanding of us now did he have to go through that no but in order for him to lead us guide us and to give us that proper example he had to go through everything that they went through to have an understanding of what we go through while we go through it the emotions that are behind it so that he can know how to care for us specifically and so we go through things. We go through things constantly. And I, I, I never want people to think that this is what defines me. The sufferings that I've been through, the, the, the storms that I've been through are what have defined me, have matured me, and have led me to the place that I'm in right now. And so I know that it wasn't just for my training, but it's for the place that God has called me to so that I can train and give words and to give my my testimony so that it can benefit other people 
God never gives us a word. The word that God gives us is for us first to get an understanding and then for us to get that understanding and for us to give that word to whoever the Lord wants us to give that word to. The training that we receive is always for the benefit of somebody else. And so, yes, it's, it's, it's hard at times because, but when I, when I look at it to where, would I rather be, I would rather do what God has called me to be, do it the way God has called me to so that I won't get in trouble with him. Amen. That's that's Amen. where the fear is mostly. I would rather do what God has called me to do. Even a, a lot of times, it's things that uh, may not be right, may not be comfortable. You know, talking about because reprimanding somebody is never good. You know, but you have to go with them in a uh, a loving attitude and know that you've been in that place sometime before, and so you take that to them. But you could always let them know. One thing I always let someone know is that I'm doing this to better you. I'm doing this because I want to see you be the best at what God has called you to do. And I, like I said, I don't want God to punish me for being disobedient and doing something that he has called me to do. So keeping those disciplines, principles, and standards uh, in, in front of you, you can always do things according to the way that God has called you and follow his, follow his words, doing what he has called you, when he has called you to do it. And if you do that, God will work everything else out. Amen. I have another question for yes, you sir. tonight, Pastor. How do you integrate... Uh, not only being a veteran, but still being an active duty soldier in recruitment. Do you see this as a uh, platform to win souls? Yes, sir, I do. Uh, so with, with recruiting, and it's, it's, it's funny you ask that, I see that recruiting and ministry almost work hand in hand. <laughs> Because that, that's what we're doing. Amen. You yeah. know, we're out there talking to people. We're out there handing yeah. out cards, telling them about ourselves, Amen. Uh, pitchings, yeah. whatever the case may be. So yeah. they, they blend beautifully together. Amen. You know, so many times, you know, I'm out there talking to somebody and then the Lord will give me an opportunity to minister to them, give them an encouraging word, tell them about my testimony. And on top of that, recruiting has opened doors to where I can minister to more people in a capacity that I didn't have when it was just ministry itself. Amen. So now that it's ministry and when I was doing the recruiting, they tied themselves together to where I can do both almost together. So Amen. yes, sir. Yes, sir. Amen. Now also I, I want to uh me being a veteran too, mm -hmm. where where how how important do you feel that the foundational training of the military has supplied you with the gifts and benefits that you have today it's benefited a lot because you know you know one of the biggest things that they tell you about the army is you learn discipline mm -hmm. um, the military is set up to where you know what time to do this what time to do that everything is set up on a, a program mm -hmm. and of course discipline is that is that one big thing if you can discipline yourself that was one of the greatest lessons that I can Amen. say that I took away in the Hallelujah. Army was learning discipline. Hallelujah. Now, Hallelujah. one of the greatest lessons that I've learned in recruiting was about rejection. Mm -hmm. And so the important lesson about rejection is so, you know, rejection is always hard, regardless of who it comes from, whether it be out in recruiting, whether it comes from your spouse, your friend, whatever the case may be, rejection is always hard. But we have to know that even Jesus Christ was rejected. But it didn't, it didn't make him stop what he knew what his end goal was. So even though he was, he was rejected by the very same people that he came to save. And so even though we continue to get rejected, rejection is a part of life. Yeah. But we have to continue to go through that rejection in order to get to those people that God has called us. You know, they tell us in recruiting that you might have to talk to 99 people before you find that one that says, yes, I want to join the army. Mm -hmm. And that's the same mindset that we have to look at. We have to always take an opportunity to preach the gospel, to tell somebody who we are, where we come from, uh, the testimony of where we come from. And of course, a lot of people in this world nowadays will reject the message that we try to tell them about Jesus Christ. But if we continue and not let that rejection stop us, we'll get to the people that really needs to hear that word and we'll be able to lead them to give their souls back to Christ. Amen, that's really good. I like the uh, the uh, idea and the way that you put that as uh, as a recruiter. Now I have another question for you. 
what about the structure? Mm -hmm. Are they similar as a pastor and a recruiter? Do you like to use that same concept? Some of it yes and some of it no, but as we know in every capacity there's pros and cons that come along with it. Uh, I would say in recruiting, uh, well with the Army in general, I, I like how it's set up because there is a chain of command. Amen. And so even with leadership, there's a chain of command. And so we have to understand that uh, there has to be some form of separation when you're a leader. Um, there has to be one of the things that we're, um, what shows you what a great leader is, is how you lead people. Mm -hmm. It's not about you being a leader, but you saying, I'll do this, I'll do that, I'll do this, I'll do that. That's not what makes a great leader. Amen. What makes a great Amen. leader is how you disseminate information. It's how you communicate a similar vision to where everybody can hone in on what the vision that God has given you and for everybody to take their place in that and for them to know what they need to do in that group in order to gain a common goal. So a lot of it in the Army and in ministry, it does tie in uh, and it, it, it is a lot alike. Yes, Amen. Sir. Yes, sir. That, that, that's awesome. Uh, our topic tonight is understanding the benefits of spiritual support and training. And we uh, are talking tonight because we do need spiritual training. We do need support. Uh, and we have another scripture. Do you want to talk about the 2911 of Jeremiah? Oh, yes, sir. For I know the plans that I have for you, said the Lord. Amen. Yeah. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Uh, that. You know, that was one of the scriptures that God gave me along with this topic on today because just as we talked about before, we always want to look at and we talked about this briefly that when we go through a storm, we always want to say it's an attack. You know, uh, I'm under attack. Why am I going through this? What have I done to cause me to have to go through this? When if we can change that around as we talked about and say that let me under, let me get an understanding and this is so critical in understanding to know that God has a plan for you in the plans that God has for us when we know that God is the alpha and the omega the beginning and the end we know that God knew us when he formed us mm -hmm. so with having that understanding of that we know that everything is a part of God's plans mm -hmm. that means that the good things we go through was a part of God's plan the good things that we go through are a part of God's plan and so when we go through a suffering season if we go through that having an understanding that this is a part of God's plan and having an understanding that God never sends us in something that he's not walking in it with us then it helps us go through those trying times knowing that there's going to be a benefit for us and knowing that we're not walking through those things alone. Every time we go to God, you know, we think that we're, 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 we're not revealing something to him. When we go to God in prayer, the first thing that leads us into getting to where we need to for deliverance is accepting the wrong that we've done. Mm -hmm. We're never revealing to God something that he doesn't already know about us. Amen. But we have to accept our wrongs if we want to get past our wrongs and if we want to be delivered from those wrongs. And so when we're taken through storms, a lot of times God takes us through those suffering times and trying times in order to deliver us from things that we've been praying to him for that we need to get rid of. And I want to highlight, you know, when Paul was on the boat, mm -hmm. when they were on the boat and the, we, we know that the boat, uh, they were on the boat for 14 days. They fasted and they prayed for those 14 days. Well, during that time they were on the boat, we know that they got into a heavy storm. While they were on that storm, we know that Paul says to throw off everything that we don't need. Amen. Throw it all off. Yeah. Even with like throwing that. all that access off yeah. while they were in the storm. This is what happens a lot of times when we're in the storms. Yeah. A storm causes us. To let go of those things that aren't necessary. Yeah. It causes us to let go of those things that we don't need. People that we don't need. Bad habits that we need to let go of. So all of that access. And I'm just using this story in the Bible as an analogy. So as we see that Paul told them to throw off all of the excess. They threw off all of the excess. And we take it a little bit further. We know that the storm broke the boat down. And they ended up surviving, but they landed on shore on broken pieces. Mm -hmm. So as we go through storms, there's benefits, there's blessings through every storm that we go through, even if the benefit from the storm is the things that you left behind. 
So when we go through storms, we have to realize that there's people that start off in the storm that aren't going to be in the storm when we get out of the storm. There are going to be habits that we start off with that we're going to have to let go of because we can never come out of the storm the same way that we went in. So we go through so many things, but we benefit through so much because it the storm causes us to have to release that unnecessary cargo. It causes us to have to unleash that unnecessary mindset that we had when we first went in. It causes us to have to let go of so much stuff that we were carrying, that extra baggage that we were carrying. It causes us and forces us. So many times God forces us in a storm to do the right thing. But there's so many people that we want to try to bring with us into that next season. Some some habits that we want to try to bring into the next season. God says no. So if you don't want to do it the way that I want you to do it voluntarily, yeah. I'm going to force you to go through this storm that's going to force you to let go of these things one way or another. And when we get out of the storm, it may be just that we survived that storm. It's so many things that we left behind in that storm. is the blessing that God wanted us to receive when we come out of that storm on the other side. Now, if I can, the greatest thing, the greatest gift that you and I both know that we got out of a storm was that we found Jesus Christ in the storm. So many of us found Jesus Christ when we were in a bad place, yeah. when we were in a dark place. So many times, <clears throat> a lot of us will never say that I found Jesus when I was living, a, living my best life. It's when we're struggling. It's when we're going through a suffering time and the darker the light, the, dark, the darker walk that we're in, it's easier for us to see the light. And every time that we're in trouble, going through a trial and tribulation, going through a trying time, that is where we find Jesus Christ. And so I can say that the biggest and greatest benefit of us going through our trials and tribulations was that we found Jesus Christ in our storms. Amen. Amen. We are discussing understanding the benefits of spiritual support and training. And as we do this, we, we want to integrate uh, scriptures along with this and we have one in Proverbs 15 and 22 without counsel plans fail but with many advisors they succeed this is support and the benefits of having a uh, wise counsel surrounding yourself with a consortium of spiritual believers with uh, the same mind and the same goal and objective and that's to serve God mm -hmm. and this is the spiritual support and this is the training that we should uh often often gravitate to so we can move to the next level brother amen amen so we can gravitate to the next level and that's it amen amen and 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 and, I, and as i was saying god will never allow us to come out of a storm the same way that we went in and that's the spiritual training uh, that we're talking about on the topic on today and so as we go through what we've gone through you have your testimony i have my testimony God has caused us to go through those things in order for us to be able to tell somebody else about the good news of Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. to confirm and to witness to somebody else that may be going through the exact same things that we are. And as I said, you know, we're standing here today and nobody can see based off of what they see in our appearance, the sufferings and trials and tribulations that we've been through. And so I always want to take an opportunity to tell somebody that. My walk with Christ hasn't always, it hasn't been easy. It's not an easy walk. And, you know, so much of what I've learned through the circumstances that I've been through has taught me that now that I've got rooted and grounded in the word of Christ and my relationship with him, I will never get to a place to where I'll never let go of Christ's hand ever Hallelujah. again. Never again. Hallelujah. Uh, Pastor, I have a... A question yes sir that uh, how important would you like to share with our listeners the importance of being a leader and having a mentor or someone that you are accountable to amen yes sir yes sir I, I believe that there is always a place for a mentor and, you know, I look back now, I'm one of those people, I'll tell you, I'm one of those people that will always thank every leader that I've had 
everybody that has had some part of influence in my life. Now, I'm not thanking every leader that I've had because they were a good leader. I've had good leaders and bad leaders, but I thank every leader that I've had because I've learned something valuable from each Amen. and every one of them. Amen. And so it's important to always have somebody because even as pastors, so many, so many times, a lot of us will get to a place where we feel like we've arrived. Mm -hmm. I'm one of those that always un knows and understands that even as a pastor, as a leader, we have to take time to be poured into as well. Amen. And so no matter how high we get, no matter how hard, no matter what capacity God places us in, we have to have the understanding that we have to take time to be poured in from somebody as well. Whether it be us always being engaged with men's conferences or with being engaged in com uh, convocations, whatever the case may be. But we need to always have some sort of spiritual father that we can go to that has uh, been through what we've been through and can give us a spiritual guidance on that and lead us and give us another firm foundation from the instructions that God has given him and us as well through that relationship. Amen. That, that's, a, that's good. I want to uh, share this scripture that the Lord gave you. Uh, I believe it's one of the most significant uh, scriptures. And uh, it prayerfully outlines uh, in Jeremiah 29 and 11, for I know the plans, not just the plan, mm -hmm. the plans, the plans yes. multiply. I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper. Here that word is again, prosper. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm you and not to harm you plans to give you hope and a future and you know when you put yourself in this equation mm -hmm. the things that we're discussing tonight understanding we understand God loves us we understand that to share to to, to uh, share God with others is a benefit not only to us but to others and this is a spiritual support mechanism mm -hmm. and it trains us to depend on God not just for the present but for the future. Amen. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me. Amen. Mm -hmm. and, it, and, it, and it reminds us that the intimate devotional relationship that we, that they should have still speaking to us today is in prayer. Amen. Mm -hmm. When we talk about to have uh, accountability, to have awareness, to allow the creator to examine our hearts, and we should do that in prayer and we should always have a goal an objective to allow God to control our destiny our future as he speaks about then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you when you will seek my face and find me amen and these are the things that I believe that we as men we as leaders we as parents are should as Christians should remember that this is God's plan. We are his plan. Yes. Amen. Mm -hmm. And we should continually pray as the, as the Bible says in Thessalonians that we should pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. Amen. Yes. And this is where our strength is. And I believe the battle is won in prayer. Amen. Amen. So this is something that we want to integrate in uh, understanding the benefits of spiritual support and training. And we as leaders, we as men, we as Christians, we as believers, we uh, should, uh, should adopt, integrate, or incorporate an active, mm -hmm. obedient, disciplined prayer life at all costs. Amen? Amen. I think we need to have communion. We need to be associated, affiliated, incorporated with God in the morning, in the beginning, as a daily bread in prayer, in submission, mm -hmm. you know, as a covenant partner. And this is one of the things that we should understand that's a benefit. If we want to feel and, and, and operate in the scripture and say we're loaded down with benefits daily, amen, we should start our day for support in prayer, in trusting God just for today, just this 24-hour period. Yes. I want to magnify you, Lord, to where you're so big, so, you're so enormous that you push everything and anything else out of the equations to where it's just you mm -hmm. and I want to see what you want me to do I want to go where you want me to go I want to think how you want me to think mm -hmm. I want to feel how you want me to feel and I want to reduce myself in prayer I want to decrease so you will increase mm -hmm. and allow this divine connection to happen amen amen and and you know that is one of the reasons why we initiated the prayer line. Now, that was a 
you know, that was something that the God that God had given my wife to initiate for our ministry. But it's important, you know, to have a daily prayer life. And it's, it's so important for us to pray every day, because as we know, you know, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. That doesn't matter if we're if, if we're going to have a bad day, yeah. if we're going to have a good day. It doesn't change. We have an opportunity and we should rejoice and praise God for each and every day that he blesses us with a day that we'll never see again. And so when we go to God in prayer, it, it just changes the, the mindset of your day. When you go to God in prayer and say, Lord, we know that you have already went before us and prepared our paths. We know that the steps of the righteous are ordered by God. Yes. And so I can take that mindset throughout my day and I can realize that, hey, if I'm having a bad day, for whatever reason, this was the day that you ordained for me to have. And Lord, I thank you for this day that you have blessed me to have, even though it's a bad day, because I'm going to get something out of it. I've got to the point now to where I say, I'm not just going to go through a, a, a bad season or a bad situation and me not benefit from it some way, shape, shape form, or fashion. Like, if, if God, if this is what you have for me to go through this day, this month, this week, whatever the duration is, whatever time you have allotted for me to go through this season. I'm not going to complain about it. I'm not going to pray and, and, and ask God to rush me out of this situation. Lord, I want what you have for me. Hallelujah. And if everything that you have for me in this season is going to come from this bad season, Lord, let your will be done. Let your will be done. Let your will be done. Yes, sir. Let your will be done. That's awesome. You know, and uh, and I and I say that because when I read the, the, the 29 and 11 of Jeremiah, it reminds me of you know the, 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 the unique prayer and what the requests mm -hmm. are and the declarations are and through the, the suffering, through the dysfunction, through the pain, you know, if I learn nothing else, I've I've learned that it's mandatory. I've learned that it's necessary mm -hmm. as a man, as a Christian, as a leader, as a, a bond servant, that I must we must devote time in prayer if you're going to be successful and you want to be prosperous and you want to be effective you must dedicate and devote time in prayer nice. you can't overlook it you can't neglect it you can't disregard it mm -hmm. or you're going to suffer mm -hmm. and you're going to continue to suffer and so the, tonight we want you to understand the benefits of spiritual support and training this should be a discipline of training mm -hmm. this should be a benefit it should be an area of support and understanding that it is mandatory and it is necessary that you implement prayer in your life yes. at all costs and be disciplined that you want the structure in it and 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 continue to be consistent at it, it, mm -hmm. it it'll start off a little uh, rough at first and it might be unbalanced but if you continue to practice they have old saying practice makes perfect mm -hmm. Put him in the beginning of your day and he'll remain there all day. Acknowledge him in all of your ways and he'll direct your paths. Amen. Amen. Trust him. And you know, and not only that, I say this because it gives you an opportunity to purge yourself. Tell him just what's going on and, 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 and not just to pray to him, but get in an area of isolation and just stop and listen. Mm -hmm. Not always asking for stuff and he knows he knows your, our minds, he knows our hearts, mm -hmm. but reveal it to him and just just listen to what he have you, what he would have you to do, and it's so important. And you'll find out uh, re revelations of what he wants to tell you, what to do, and how to do it, and how successful and prosperous you'll be when you stop and tune out the world and start listening to God on a daily basis. Amen. Amen. On daily, uh, I, I like that you hit on purge, and you know, even purging correlates with our topic on today. You know, so many times, you know. We pray for things without having an understanding of what we're praying for and the process of what God may potentially take us through in order to get us to that place of what we're praying for. Now, first, we have to realize that what we pray for has to be in his will in order for us to receive it in the first place. And so when we go to God in prayer, a lot of times we're going in prayer, but do we really understand what it's going to take for us to receive that prayer that we're asking for? Now, how that ties in with purge is that a lot of times when we pray for something, let me just use, for example, if a lot of people pray, Lord, send me a spouse. And so what could potentially happen is we're praying to God constantly, 
Lord, send me a spouse. Send me a spouse. I'm ready for That's a spouse. Good. That's good. Pastor. But what could potentially happen is God takes us through a storm yeah. for us to work on ourselves. Yeah. Because we have to be prepared for what we're praying to God for. And so God will take us through a storm and we're wondering, why does my prayer have me going through this storm? This isn't what I've asked for, but we have to understand what the spiritual training, God puts us in storms. And I always say that our trials and tribulations are God's training ground. And so for, uh, for God to prepare us for the blessings that we've been asking him for, God takes us through storms in order to prepare us for what we're asking him for. Because we have to focus on ourselves as well. It's not just about us praying for something and receiving it. God is not just going give to give us something that we're not going to know how to handle or something that we're going to take advantage of or something that we're going to use in abuse and then we lose it or mishandle it and then it goes off and then we're off praying for the same thing again but God has to prepare us for what we're praying for and a lot of times that preparation comes through our trials and tribulations as well amen uh we're talking tonight at fishbowl radio network christian talk understanding the benefits of spiritual support and training uh we've out, right now we're out of time our interview was, was with Pastor Randall Franklin, veteran teacher, man of valor, and mentor. And we want him to tell us about the topic in closing. What would you give to our listeners in closing? Yes, sir. Uh, in closing, what I would give is that as we started off with, everybody is going through something. Amen. But if you know God, God can rewrite your next chapter. Hallelujah. God can take a bad situation and turn it into a good situation. God can take your, your sufferings and, and turn it into your calling. God has a way of turning your worst chapter into your best chapter. Come on now. You were living in a mess, but God gave you double for your trouble. Amen. You were abused at a young age. But now you're a missionary. Come on. Now. Or you're a pastor. Come on now. So God rewrites our chapters. Just because you've been in a bad season, just because you've been through sufferings and trials and tribulations, God is going to take your bad and make something good out of it. For the scripture that we know goes with that, for all things, good and bad, are going to work out for our good. Amen. So whatever you've been through, whatever you're going through, know that God is going to take that situation and make something good out of it. Amen. We thank you tonight for uh, tuning in to the broadcast. We invite you to tune in next week. And at this time, this is the closing of our show, our broadcasting program, and we're going to close in prayer. Would you close us out in prayer, brother? Amen. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we give you all glory, honor, and praise. Lord, we ask that you will forgive us for any wrong that we've done. We thank you for your spirit and your presence. Lord, we pray that you would hide your word in each and every one of our hearts. Oh, God, we pray, God, that you will touch each and every listener in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for everything that you've taken us through, knowing that it's drawn us closer to you and it has benefited us in our relationship and walk with you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We continue to pray over each and every one. We continue to pray that you would have your way in our lives. We thank you for being our everything, our life, our health, and our strength. 